All right. Welcome to the Simple Ways to Have a Good Life podcast. My name is James, and I've spent the last 20 years working with people in different capacities. I've been a counselor, I've been a life coach, I've been a meditation teacher, a campus mentor, a social worker, and I just try to take everything I've learned in that time and give it to you on this podcast. This season, we've been looking at the things that have been most useful to my clients. Uh, this this is probably more specific to the last 10 to 12, 13 years or so. That's when I've been working as a counselor, a life coach, and a meditation teacher. And in that time, I've just noticed there were certain things that clients would come back over and over again and say, hey, this was really helpful or you know, this, this kind of changed my perspective. So I made a list of those things and that's what this season's all about. And today I wanted to talk about the importance of having a gratitude practice of some kind, of of keeping yourself in a grateful frame of mind as often as possible. And it's kind of strange, but this one's become oddly difficult to talk about over the last two years because it seems like that people have developed kind of an attitude towards gratitude um, instead of an attitude of gratitude, like all the people on The Secret talk about. But I kind of get where they're coming from because I often see gratitude as a way, uh, it's often used to dismiss people's very real suffering or very real disappointments or very real problems, you know, by people saying, well, just be grateful for what you have and count your blessings and and things like that. I want to be clear that I'm not talking about that. I think that a gratitude practice has to be rooted in reality. It has to be rooted in things that are actually true for you. And it cannot be used to dismiss or repress your emotions and the way you feel about things. But if somebody wants to go out of their way to practice gratitude and they want to go out of their way to notice the good things in the world and you shut them down for that, you're kind of an asshole. And so I think we got to shoot that middle ground. Really, really clear with you here at the beginning. Practicing gratitude does not fix depression. It does not fix anxiety. It does not fix everything in your life. Anybody who tells you it's a magic bullet is they're wrong. There's no such thing. There are no magic bullets. I practice gratitude daily, multiple times throughout the day. Uh, my, my mind is kind of angled towards noticing what's going right. It's kind of angled towards n- being grateful for the things that are going right. And I still deal with intense anxiety fairly often. Uh, sometimes it's almost crippling. It almost stops me from doing the things I need to do. But one thing I can promise you is that practicing gratitude hasn't made that worse. I'm still in touch with reality. I, I I spend a lot of time talking to people about the things that have gone wrong and sitting with them in that. And I still believe there's always space for gratitude. I think it is something that is so important that we practice. I think the main reason it's important that we practice this, and I did a whole I did a whole episode on our on our inherent negativity bias, but just as a real quick summary, is that we we're wired to notice what's going wrong because the things that are going right are not going to hurt us that we're evolutionarily adapted to notice the one wrong thing out of a thousand good things. And that makes sense. If you're in a room with 10,000 people and 9,999 of them are awesome, amazing, fun human beings, but there's one person there that wants to hurt you, you need to notice that because that's the problem. But we cannot pretend that the 9,999 don't exist because of that. And so I think it's important to practice gratitude because we have to kind of plant our flag on the other side of the negativity bias from time to time. You know, in uh, in narrative therapy, there's there's these ideas of like where you're plotting points in a story. And for every dominant narrative we have that we plot points in just automatically without thinking about it, there's often a 
a sub narrative or a different narrative that we have to consciously plot points in. So, you know, talking to people about, you know, if they've been through a lot of bad stuff, they've plotted a lot of points in the story of uh, things going wrong and life not working out for them. And maybe I'm not cut out for success. But these same people who've been through all those bad things are actually also very smart and very adaptable and very tough because they've been through those things. So there's a, there's another narrative in there of perseverance and resilience, and it's good to plot points in that in that narrative as well. So this is really about learning to plot points in the narrative of noticing how many things goes how many things go right in the world because we're automatically going to notice what goes wrong. I think it's important to practice gratitude because it shifts our perspective on life. And personally, I believe that a lot more goes right than goes wrong. Nobody who's listened to this podcast will be shocked to hear that. I've said it before. I think I can back that up. I think that reality is evidence that more things go right than go wrong. Because if more things went wrong than right, I don't know that any of us would be alive. I don't know that many of us would survive out of childhood. You know, I mean, just for you to be here, somebody had to consent to carry you in their body for nine months. And somebody, it might not have been the same person, but somebody had to consent to care for you because humans are fairly useless when we're born. If, if more went wrong, if there was more bad people in the world than good, then how how would any of this happen? How would any of us be alive? If, if you wrecked more often than not, if you were assaulted by people more often than not, if you were harmed more often than not, like, like those of us that were still alive would be in really bad shape. So it just doesn't add up to me. And so I think it's by, by practicing gratitude, we're putting ourselves more in line with reality. And I'm always a fan of being in line with reality and instead of expecting reality to get in line with us. I think a lot of our lack of gratitude comes from taking things for granted because we are so used to them going right. So risking the toxic positivity label being applied to me, I think there are four things we can always be grateful for no matter what's going on. The first thing is that there's something instead of nothing. We take that for granted because we're so used to the something, we're part of the something, we wouldn't be here without the something. But it's really strange that there's something instead of nothing. Nothing seems to be the default. And so the very fact that there's something here is amazing. And at any moment, if we can root ourselves in that, it, it changes our perspective. The second thing is the fact that this something is stable. It, it has these laws and these, the way, these ways that it works. And those don't change. I get that there's a lot of instability within that. You know, people die, there's natural disasters, things go wrong, but those are more just inconvenient to us as humans. Whereas things like gravity, the flow of time, uh, your house staying where it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nobody's ever left their house and come back and found out that it had moved across town or to a different state. We don't open our front door and find ourselves on the moon. Gravity so far is functioning at 100%. It's never just just clicked off and thrown us all into space. So th this something, not only is there something, but this something is relatively stable and it's stable enough for us to at least make lives within it and to be able to trust these basic laws. The third thing is that we have a consciousness with which to experience this stable something. I, I, I know there's people who would argue with me, um, you know, and believe that everything has a consciousness and maybe everything does, but it's hard for me to think that the, the door to my room or the tires on my car have the same kind of consciousness I do. I do not believe animals have the same kind of consciousness that we as humans have. So as a human, we are very privileged for the kind of consciousness that we have in which to experience this stable something. And that leads us to the fourth thing, which I think is maybe the most important, but we have a say in how this consciousness relates to this stable something that we are embedded within. You know, and all of this is a gift. 
you know, the something, the fact that it's stable, the consciousness, and then our ability to choose our consciousness relationship to the stable something, that's all a gift. Like we didn't do anything for that. It was just given to us. And the fact that very, the very last one, the fact that we can choose the relationship we have to this reality that we didn't do anything for to earn, that we didn't ask for is pretty amazing. And it's part of the reason I I found myself compelled to push back against some of these things that seem to dismiss our power or to want to remove responsibility from people. Because when you remove responsibility, you're also removing power. Uh, I don't, I don't feel responsible for, I don't know, a potential meteor hitting the planet. I, I don't feel any responsibility for that. And I also have no power in it. I do feel responsible for the way I treat people around me. I do feel responsible when I say something that hurts somebody's feelings because I had an active choice in that. And so responsibility and, and power kind of go hand in hand. It is up to us to choose how our consciousness relates to this reality. And that's where gratitude is so important. By choosing to notice all the things that go right, including just these, these, these four basic things right here, it, it changes that relationship to reality and makes it a whole lot easier to deal with. So for me, it always comes back to that. It always comes back to this understanding that those four things are present and that so many things go right. And that if I can just train my mind to notice them, it makes my life so much easier. It makes me nicer to be around. And personally, I'll say it again, I think it's more in line with reality than the idea that everything sucks. And the one way I've practiced this that has been the most useful for me, I call it 15 feet of gratitude. Um, I think I have a worksheet for this on my website. Uh, it's under resources. It's free. Uh, it's just jamescotthenson.com. If it's not there, let me know and I'll make one. But one thing I practice is I try to notice what all I can be grateful for just within 15 feet of me. And so right now, as I sit in May's room recording this podcast, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this mic. Barbara bought this Yeti microphone and it's been awesome. And it's, I really enjoy using it. My friend Meredith Hook, uh, who's an amazing Buddhist teacher out in Mexico, uh, her website zensmarts.com. You should check her out. She told me about this Hindenburg uh, recording uh, software and it's amazing. I can't, I can't believe how much easier it's made things. And I don't get paid by either of them, Yeti or Hindenburg. I'm not important enough for them to care about. I just really like these things and I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful that I have this computer to record this stuff on. Like it's amazing what all our computers do. I, you know, I type the notes for the podcast on it. I record the podcast on it. I edit it. I upload it. The whole thing is through there. Uh, it, it, that technology is amazing. And so long as we keep it in balance and we use it in, in skillful ways, it's absolutely something to be grateful for. I'm grateful for the sun coming in through the window. I'm always so much happier during the day when the sun is up. I'm grateful for just the way this room is painted and decorated. Barbara does that and she's got a real talent for it. And it, it looks beautiful and it's so nice in here. I'm grateful for having a room that I can record this in. You know, I don't have to go somewhere else to do it. I don't have to do studio time. I don't have to, I don't have to like get my family to leave so that I have space. I'm grateful for <laughs> something silly. I'm grateful for Magic the Gathering. I'm looking at my cards. That's my one hobby and I really enjoy it. And I have a group of friends that I play with and we have a lot of fun. And I think that's really cool. I could go on. I mean, there's the basic things. I'm grateful for gravity. I'm on the ground right now. I'm not floating up trying to, trying to save myself before I go into space. I have air to breathe. I have a roof over my head. I have so many things. I'm wearing clothes right now. And the thing is with all of this, somebody else did this. I didn't make these clothes. I can't sew. 
I didn't make these socks. I didn't make my shirt. I didn't make the chair I'm sitting in. Like other humans do all this stuff. And it's this giant web of all of us working together to do cool shit and make this a cool place to live. And you see evidence of this everywhere. And so I like to do this practice as often as possible. I do it when I'm in line at the grocery store. I do it in waiting rooms. I do it at red lights. It's just, it's something that's just become almost natural to me. It's become almost secondhand. And that's really helpful because I spent so much of my life very cynical, very jaded. I was very proud of my jadedness. I was proud at how dark and, you know, and just, uh, just, uh, just how cynical life had made me, you know, and it's just, that's just ridiculous. And, but that, that's, that's pretty deeply, that's got a pretty deep groove in my brain, the cynicism and the, the, the sense of doom and waiting for the other shoe to drop and things to go wrong. You know, when I, when I started changing my life, when I, you know, when I got off drugs and I, you know, I stopped drinking and I was just trying to get my life together, I was constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was constantly waiting for like real life to kick back in because I believed that people like me didn't get to have good things. People like me didn't get to live a good life. And it took a while to to get out of that. And so this practice has helped where, you know, my default is shifting toward like things going well and noticing the good things. Uh, It's shifted to where, you know, I was going through an intersection and and Lubbock is the worst in the world about running red lights. I think, I think statistically we're actually among the worst and somebody almost hit me. And my instant thought was gratitude that it hadn't happened instead of I'm going to chase that person down. And that's a good shift. That's a better shift. And I think it's more in line with reality because once again, the number of times that I go through intersections and don't get hit are, you know, that, that drastically outweighs the times that I have been hit or even almost get hit. You can do this. Yeah, you can really do this anywhere. It's a cool practice. It's simple. It's free. And it, it does help you uh, attune yourself to the number of things that are going right. You know, one other thing I'm grateful for is that the the Your Anxiety Toolbox class is this Saturday. And I'm excited to get to teach that. I'm excited that I'm excited with the number of people who have signed up for it, both in person and online. And I'm grateful that the first way I did it did not work out. The first way I pitched this class was befriending anxiety and people freaking hated it. Oh my God, I got so many messages about, you know, why would I want to befriend my anxiety? You know, this is stupid. Cool. Uh, I'm grateful that I can listen now instead of like, no, y'all are going to do it my way. I changed it and it's gotten much better response. And since I had already built a class, I've been able to spend the last like four or five months adding to this class and tweaking it and making it better. So I'm excited because I think it's going to be a good class. I think it's going to help people. I think it's going to be useful. And that's all I really want out of life is to create things that are useful to people to help them with the things that are hard to deal with. And anxiety just seems to be burning up the world right now. And it's something that I've dealt with. I mean, anxiety has been a fixture in my life and I know how debilitating and miserable it is. And so I'm excited and I'm grateful to get the opportunity to help people with that. If you think it might be useful for you, just shoot me an email, uh, james at jamesscotthinson.com. Um, it's, uh, I think it's going to be good. And I'm going to teach it more going forward and we're going to work on a recorded version down the line that we can just put online for people. So until next time, practice realistic gratitude. Notice all the things that we're all taking for granted. Notice how many things are going right as opposed to how many things are going wrong. Take a few minutes throughout the day to just be grateful uh, and just do that by noticing what's what you can be grateful for within 15 feet of you. And then if you start expanding that out to, you know, 20 feet, a mile, 
20 miles, your city, your state, your country, you'll find more and more things to be grateful for. And over time, you'll notice that your mind starts angling that direction naturally. And it really does make things easier. This isn't going to turn you into some toxic positivity a-hole running around telling everybody that everything's fine and they need to not complain about realistic things. It's about being realistic. You're going to notice the bad. You're going to notice the things you don't like. You just have to go out of your way to hold space for the other side of that equation as well. I will look forward to talking to you in two weeks. Until then, love yourself, love others, take care of yourself, take care of others as often as possible. Be grateful for this amazing thing called consciousness that we're all getting to participate in, that we all got gifted to us for free. Take care.